Welcome. You are now listening to The Moon Child. I hope you guys are all staying inside. You know, you're probably listening to this for two reasons. Because you are one, supporting me, because you love me, you know, or a good friend. Or two, you're probably bored as fuck. You know, if you have any other reason, let me know. But those are my two assumptions that I'm making, and I think I'm correct. But, um... So yeah, last episode I discussed about the virus and my living situation and today I want to talk about my vibes in quarantine, I wanted to get to my love life and my views on astrology. But before that, I want to kind of put this out there. So a startup company by the name of uh, Olympus Hope has invited me to do podcasts for their company and I'm going to be doing the sports section of it, basketball mainly for the company. So if you can do me a favor, go on Instagram, go on the page Olympus underscore Hope Sports and give them a follow. O-L-Y-M-P-U-S underscore H-O-P-E-S-P-O-R-T-S. So as far as that with my podcast the moonchild podcast and the olympus hope sports i'm gonna be doing all my sports sections with other people and other connections that i met over there and talk about whatever the fuck i want to talk about for the moonchild so i think it's cool it's cool connection um more podcasts the better the more i can get better at this and yeah i have a good time with it and it's a startup company so it's brand new um and there should be good content is under content like college sports mental health awareness issues um it's a brand new startup company and yeah man I'm, I'm a part of it see where it goes from there but you know i'm always looking to you know, have a good time with whatever i'm doing so i'll be doing most of my sports content on there and yeah give that page a follow so back to the topics so quarantine, we are all inside on house arrest. And if you're not on house arrest, then I don't know what you're doing. You're probably not paying attention, but it's pretty it's pretty wild, you know, seeing all the cases that's going on and everything. But to be honest with you, for my quarantine part, I haven't been doing shit. I kind of love it, kind of hate it, kind of in the middle, but... Yeah, I've been I've been doing shit. You know, I've been getting a chance to just not do anything. Um, playing video games, watching Netflix, smoke my weed. Um, it keeps it keeps me occupied enough. I mean, as far as the way I play video games, because I'm super into sports, as y'all know. What I would do is, I would start seasons or franchises and create all these little stories in my head. You know, it's just a personal thing. Create all these little stories in my head, make seasons, probably get the weakest team and make them the best or have the best team and contain dominance or all that type of stuff when it comes to soccer, basketball, or baseball, you know, football. Uh, I like doing little franchises. So that's that's what kind of keeps me occupied. But I know not everybody is finding that easy to stay occupied. So my saying on that is to relax relax how many times 
you know, on the bright side, like, how many times can you say, like, I have nothing to do, you know? With me, at least, I was just doing school, work, gym, just busy, homework, just busy with a whole bunch of shit. Now I really am required to stay inside and do nothing. And I'm not, I'm... I'm not too mad at that right now. I feel like it's something that I needed with all this moving around that I'm that I did. Um, but I want people to really look at it like that. Try to, you know, really relax. You really have nothing to do. Just, just chill out. You know, talk to some family. Give somebody a call. If they don't call you back, then shit. Now you're learning something, and they really don't fuck with you because nobody's doing nothing, and nobody's re- trying to return or trying to talk to you right now trying to say that they're busy, then, you know, you know where you stand with those people. It's a good time to find your real friends, get a lot of reflection. I feel like reflection is very important, you know. Um, that's something I'm always doing every day, reflecting on shit, my life, what I do, what decisions I make, what I'm thinking of, what I want to be, just reflect. You are having the absolute space and time to do that. You are having a lot of time to really think about things. And we're gonna, and guess what? When we get out of all this, we're gonna have so much energy. We're gonna have so much good energy out in the world. Be so appreciative of everything. Ho- I hope that's the direction. I hope I hope we don't turn into a society, society where like, damn, we can't even give hugs to each other and shit. I don't know. You know, it might turn into that. I don't, I don't know how life is gonna be after this or even if there is after this. Let me not say that. But, um we're gonna have a lot of different energy after this shit i can say that for sure but reflect take some time to reflect um if you had shit if you had issues with somebody that and you keep thinking about it hash it out hash it out why not you know fuck it that's why that's that's what i want to say about quarantine man just just relax chill you know what i'm saying you don't you don't get this time you don't get this much time to yourself I really, really value it, really cherish it. And um, I could say from my own experience, because, like, we're all different. You know, we come from different backgrounds. I'm the only child, so, you know, (laughs) my mom was always working. My my dad, my dad being my dad, you know, I'm not going to get too into that right now. But um, I always had a lot of time to myself, and, you know, I'm not to brag or anything, but I think I turned out just fine. You know, I think it came out pretty well. I didn't come out terrible. So, um, this is not really new to me to get so much time by myself um, or being alone because I'm, I'm used to that. Um, but as far as people with many siblings or that's very extra extravagant or extrovert, you know, need to talk to somebody. You know, we have so much technology. I'm pretty sure you're making calls, Zoom calls or doing whatever. Um, but... It's, it's not really necessary to be going out and do a hood rat shit right now. It's just, it's just not necessary. You, you, you got different days for that. But yeah, man, relax. Please don't lose your mind. Keep your mental straight. Okay? And if you haven't experienced... I'm not going to try to, you know, give you the wrong intentions. But shit, if you're really having some bad times by yourself, shit, mess with... Mess, Mess with the spirit drinks, you know, or mess with the marijuana a little bit. Try something, you know, <laughs> shit. You can experience, experiment new things, okay? Um, yeah, that's all as far as I want to say um, doing the quarantine. So I hope everybody's doing okay with that, for real.
because it's, it's it's tough. But we're all going through this together. That's the one motivation is that we're all doing this together. That's what keeps me sane because there's nobody that's not going through this. So, to the next thing I want to get into is my fabulous non-existent love life. My love life. If you're interested in this, makes me feel flattered that you're interested about my love life because I got some things to break down, okay? I'm not perfect. I made mistakes, okay? We're all not perfect, but um, currently, I wouldn't say my love life is existent right now because due to certain circumstances that we're in, you know, who is there to go out and see right now or what parties or clubs or what can I even do right now? I'm just in, in by myself, okay? And I'm not going to try to create a new relationship doing on the phone shit right now. It's just it's just not what I'm into. On top of that, for you guys know me, I'm pretty sure everybody listening here knows me, is my recent ex-girlfriend. Um, I just broke up with my girlfriend. It's about it's been two months now or three three months now. It was like a week or two before Valentine's Day. That's that's when it happened. And um Am I past that? Am I past my last relationship? I would say yes, but I'm not settling. If that makes sense. I'm not settling. Um Yeah, I'm ready to move on. But I do lose interest fast. And I don't want to just settle for anything. I'm not in no rush to get into nothing. Um, I do want to have fun. I'm always open to having fun. But as far as relationship goes, that's a, you know, another complicated topic that doesn't need for me to be overthinking about right now. Okay, so it's not nothing. I got other issues to be worrying about. I live on a couch right now. Okay, I think that speaks volume. I don't think I think a relationship is should be my my last focus right now. Okay. But um, just to sprinkle more on my love life, I want to talk about um, how my last relationship transpired and how it made an effect in my life. How do I view the world now after it? So um, for you guys that know, um, I I never had uh, a girlfriend before. I had a girlfriend 8th and ninth grade. I think it counted. But for many others, it probably didn't count. I was too young, what, 14, 15, which is understandable. So, you know, I never really counted that. So I, at that, before this relationship, I never had a girlfriend throughout high school. Nope. I was close, but I, I was a little childish. Um, but high school, nope. First year of college, nope. So um, I never had a girlfriend before. I was always, I lost interest in people fast. You know, I was just, it's kind of hoeing around, just... You know, experiencing the life. In high school, I had no love life or hoeing around. I, I didn't have no juice like that. But in college, I got into a new life and, you know, a new confidence. And I started experimenting a little bit, but I never got a girlfriend. So as far as my girlfriend or my ex, um, she was a foreign exchange student from Japan. Um, she was friends with my, my roommates, and that's how I met her. And... We'll have these little parties and these little get-togethers in our in our room, and she was one of the people that always came by and hung out. Now, my first impression of her is like, damn, this girl's straight from Japan. That was my like my first like my first 
reaction of it. I'm like, damn, this girl is straight from Japan, like straight from it. Like straight, like god damn, this girl's foreign. So I never really envisioned myself starting a relationship. Of course, I thought she was cute, but like I never envisioned myself having a whole relationship with her. You know, it's never transpired like that. So if I'm going to the by the way, if she, she's probably listened to this, but me and her are on good terms and I'll get into that. But um I thought I thought she was just, you know, gonna be a friend. I never really thought she looked at her as like girlfriend. I thought she was, you know, cute. There's a lot of girls I think that's cute. Um but you know, she was she was cool. Um her English wasn't necessarily the best when I first met her. Um, but as I got to know her more and hang out with her more and be with her more, English got better and she started taking my slang and all that. But um the how it started so as I was saying, this girl always came over to our little parties and everything, and it, I got hit with these tickets to this little music festival for my friend, my friend Candace. Shout out Candace for those tickets and for being a good friend. Um, and I, she only she only had one more extra ticket for me and this one other person. I didn't want to take none of my roommates because I only had to take one of them. So I didn't want to have to choose between them. So I was like, okay, me try to take this girl out to do something special. It should be a good time. I asked her if she knew the artist that was performing. My This festival was like different type of genre of music, but me, I have an open mind. I'm okay with any type of music. This even had like some country type rock. This is a country type rock festival, but they did have this one artist and it's Portugal the Man. Now you're probably not gonna know who that is when I'm saying it, but if you listen to this one or two songs from him, you know who I'm talking about. He has some, he has these two songs that are just very famous and as you heard like on a commercial or something before and yeah it's popular so when i brought up the idea to her about going to this little concert with me she said i, I showed her the list i showed her the list of who was performing and she said she knew some of the artists i was like okay well let's go you down to go she said yeah we're gonna let's i'm down to go go to the um we go to the festival uh, me her um, her name is Yukari, by the way. Yukari. Yukari. Okay. Me, Yukari, my friend Candace, and my friend Kule. We're all going. And, um, she's, Yukari is only one over 21, so we're getting these cocktails and shit, you know, we're feeling good, going through the concert. Music was different. Um, some I could vibe to, some I couldn't. But then Portugal the Man came on. I'm feeling good. A guy, a guy near us passes the blunt feeling good with dancing, music's nice and loud, and at that moment, some shit that I never expected, it happened, um, you know, I was dancing, and it's a crowded, you know, we're standing, it's crowded, okay, and Yukari is in front of me, and one thing happened to another, and next thing you know, we're dancing with each other, basically, so that was like the first little spark, and we had a great time that night, I was like, it was a great time. And then, after um, after that, got some more drinks, um, and just hung out and spent spent time with each other. Simple as that, you know. Um, that was like the first little spark of it. Then, um, but we weren't in a relationship yet. Then, it like, after that, I was like, okay, I think I like this girl. I think I like this girl. And um, 
So I was intrigued to hang out with her more. Hung out with her during the week. Went to like, you know, we went to the gym together and had like a meal or two together. And um, it's went to a party with her. Went to a party with her like as a date. You know, we're cool. We're all dancing together, all booed up or whatever. But we weren't in a relationship yet. So when we were hanging out with each other, it was like, this was like a week and a half or two we're hanging out with each other but we're seeing each other often because she lives in the dorms i live in the dorm so we're seeing each other like very often okay so um so <laughs> it sparks up a question this next time we're going to the gym my i tell you i was nervous as hell because i was like okay i gotta in my head i was like okay i gotta establish something you know i don't want this girl to feel confused or feel like i'm playing her or something you know i want this girl to genuinely think that I like her and I want her by my side. Um, so we're, we're going to the gym this one day and uh, I was telling her, I was like, I was telling her, I was like, you know, I never had a girlfriend before. She was like, what? Like, you know, the way, the way she react to certain things, she'd be like, what, man, what? She'd be like that. Um, but I was telling her, yeah, I never had a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's telling me about her past relationship and things like that and um but she wasn't looking for like a friends with benefits thing and i was telling her i was like shit i'm not looking for no friends with benefits either shit you want to be my girlfriend let's be my girlfriend but the, the issue with that is that she was only here for a semester unlike my roommates who was originally here for two semesters she was only there for the fall semester so you know i sparked it all in like okay you know, you can be my girlfriend for the semester. And we agree, with, we agree to that and shit. Came my girlfriend. End up fucking falling in love with her. <laughs> like that. Click like that and share a lot of time and experience with each other. Um, as far as her also being new to the country, you know, we, I got to show her around and take take her in like she was one of us. And show her experiences and she got to teach me so many different experiences change my viewpoint on her culture and other asian cultures as well and the differences um and yeah share it was just a cool cultural adventure it's like a new adventure every day it was it was fantastic but um so yeah that's how it went through the whole fall semester i was booed up everybody knew me i was shit i was living in dreamland it was all like a fucking dream <laughs> but you know everything all good things have to come to an end at some point so you know um originally it started with oh yeah you just be my girlfriend for the semester whoop de whoop then you know as emotions and feelings come along to you you know you kind of want to see how how long you can can you make it last and I remember like it was yesterday, she had to leave after the fall semester was over. We finished the semester around like December 8th, December 9th. She got to stay with me at my house for like an extra two weeks before she went back to her, her country. Um, shit, sorry. Um, she, she had to go back to her own country. And we got, you know, we got to spend like the last two weeks with each other. Um, go to San Francisco, have a hotel all that um but you know i had to say goodbye um she had to leave go back to her country but we had originally 
plan to make this long distance thing work because the goals was at this time before you know miss rona and all this other shit started to transpire my vision in december was to either go abroad to japan one day or visit her in the summer so the because i wasn't going to be in a relationship with this girl if i had no plans on seeing her again in the near future but then so the plan was to go visit her in the summer for like a month you know i wouldn't have to worry about hotel i'll just be staying with her and i got to i get to experience and explore a new culture while she'll be in school because school in japan starts in late april their spring semester starts in late april and it goes into august she she would have been in school when i was trying to put visit but i would be able to still see her she'll still show me around and all that so that was my vision in december right okay um so i get to school i get back to school in january we're still doing the long distance thing we did the long distance thing for like a month almost two months and it was cool you know, um, but when you're in a relationship with somebody 17 hours away, you got to get used to not talking to somebody, you know, and it was it wasn't taking a tear on me yet, but I can kind of feel it. But um, it wasn't that bad. It was it really wasn't that bad. But there would be days where you just don't talk to your, you know, I wasn't able to talk to my girlfriend and I had to deal with it. It gave me a. The thing I did like about it, though, is it gave me a full time to just focus on myself. I didn't have to worry about messing with new girls or nothing. I was just focused on myself. So I was in a good little routine. I'm a habitual person. So once I get my little routine, I'm going and I'm just going. I'm in my zone, I'm doing the same thing and doing what I need to do every day. Um, but I had got my first paycheck. For the job I was working at so you know mind you I'm I have a vision to save up some money so I can go travel in the summer I got my first paycheck and I was looking at the tickets and how I'm gonna add it up to even make this happen in the summer on top of the you know the things that was gonna go on in Japan this summer because the tickets were gonna be expensive not only because of the summer but the fucking Olympics were there in the um this summer as well and her city is 30 is like 25 minutes from tokyo so it had been it's expensive tickets so i see my first paycheck and look at the tickets um i couldn't and that's when i realized i'm like damn i'm not gonna be able to make this fucking happen it's this summer then i went to go look at the abroad program and they they told me about the mate how my major wouldn't work in Japan because they don't you know they don't have it. I'm sitting there. I'm like fuck. Well now I'm not gonna be able to fucking see my girlfriend possibly till the summer of 2021. <laughs> so that's when I realized like damn. So you know kind of gotta break the relationship off. This is like a week or two before Valentine's Day. Um. It was hard. It was hard. It wasn't harder than having to say goodbye, though, from the airport. I would say that's the hardest shit, second hardest thing I've ever done in my life behind losing my cousin. But, um, yeah, I had to we I had to break the relationship off right there. She understood. Um, the good thing that comes from all of this, though, is that she's always going to be my friend for a lifetime. Um, she's still a global connection. She has a free place to stay here. 
a few places to stay there. She has a very open mind. Um, no hate in her soul at all, I would say. And, you know, in the future, I'll be able to see her one day in the future. It doesn't have to be as my girlfriend. I can have a girlfriend and probably visit her in Japan one day with my girlfriend or vice versa with her boyfriend for me. She's still one of my best friends that I made or, you know, that I made. A great friend of mine. So that wasn't... It wasn't... It was hard because I had never dealt with it before. I had never broken up with anybody before. But as far as me and her, it was it was easy. It was easy to to do it because, you know, we we're still on good terms and we know the situation that we're in and as far as our relationship goes, we couldn't make it happen. There's no point of being in a relationship with somebody if I'm only going to be able to not if I'm not going to be able to see you in over a year and a half then finally be able to see you and then have to leave again and be 17 hours apart. It just, it just doesn't make sense, okay? So, you know, you just have to move on from that. Um, but I would say it was a great experience. Um, she was a great girlfriend, a great friend, and a great person, to be honest. And as far as moving forward from that, when I say I don't want to settle for less, I, I don't. I don't want to settle for less. I don't want to have a toxic-ass girlfriend. I know that's publicized as a you know the fantasy but that's not something I really want I think I'm a chill dude okay I communicate things very clearly and that's one thing she did with me as long as you communicating with me and I'm communicating with you it's gonna work out um so it took me a good I want to say like because we we're only together for a semester a real good month or two before I was like you know, okay, I want to start having fun again, type shit. But um, as far as the mark that she left off on me, um, one thing I can, one word I could say that I got from her is inspiration, for sure. Um, I need people to realize how hard or like, you know, how much will it takes to like go try to go to school in a different country with a completely different language that you know. You know, the thing about um, the languages in the far, far east is like, you know, they got different symbols. You know, it's easy for us because we speak English. You know, that's a global language that pretty much everybody is required to learn, you know. A lot of other people have to fight for their language and it's not spoken. And I live, and I'm, I'm ashamed of myself that I don't know another language. You know, that's, that's, that's something I'm, I'm ashamed of. That I will learn another language one day. But as far as now, I'm ashamed of myself for not knowing another language. Because for her to come to a whole new culture and a whole different language and go to school and by yourself, learn new, meet new people and all that, you know, that's that takes a lot of strength and <laughs> a lot of courage to do. So um, she left a big inspiration on me to go travel and try new things and all of that. So she'll be forever a person in my heart. Um, <laughs> and the experience with her was just, it's, it's, it's unexplainable. <laughs> she got to pick up on my slang. slang. I, I tell you not one funny, the funniest thing I experienced is when I was driving the car and we listened to his song. And she says, this shit slap. <laughs> I could you not I was fucking dying I was rolling you know just those those things like that and 
when 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 she hears me eating something and I'm like oh she or I you know show my respect before my meal and I'm like tete que mas um, saying good morning Ohio things like that um, learning learning her language and put a smile on her face and she felt proud to teach me things and I felt proud to teach her things and as in that she's gonna be a friend of mine forever as far as my love life going forward. Well, I'm not really looking for anything. Um, I'm just chilling. I feel like when, when it comes to these things, you can't really have expectations of anybody. Um, that's one thing I, I learned to work with. I can't expect anything from people. I can't expect, well, especially when it comes to feelings. You know, you kind of just got to let it happen. Um, truly try to understand somebody. And, you know, a thing that still if you if people if you really want to know what what sticks out to me like what i'm really attracted to uh i i really like someone who like wants to put effort into you like you can just see it you can just like see it on somebody that's really like put effort and somebody really wanting to hang out with you really like you like i like that you know, I don't know if everybody, not everybody's like that, but I, I don't really like the super duper hard to get and playing games and all that. You know, I kind of like going straight to the point. I like, you know, if somebody's into me, I like, I prefer them tell me. I would like to, I would tell them if I'm into them, but it's not like a, oh, I think you're cute type, you know, this is, this type of thing takes time. Like if I'm friends with somebody over like, three months or I have a class with them and I'm constantly seeing somebody and you can just get that vibe you just get that vibe that you know you don't want to be just friends with them that's the type of things I'm too I don't know it starts with the friends thing first for for me at least I can't I can't do a friends with benefits or just like a then get into a relationship it has to start with like a friend thing that's that's what worked for me and that's why I would like to continue going into but that's 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 what i look for in love even though i'm not looking for anything right now there's nothing to look for because we are in quarantine so <laughs> enough of my feelings all right i don't want to start getting emotional i don't like when y'all be doing that to me okay <laughs> that's 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 my overview of my love life for anybody that's interested that's what i kind of wanted to put out there and next thing i want to get into and i want people to listen I narrated this two times already, and I'm finally getting into it. It's fucking astrology, okay? Look, this is not something that you should live your life by, okay? Or you especially use it as a fucking excuse. Don't use astrology excuse. You don't be like, oh, I, I, I did that because I'm a, I'm a Gemini. You know, I, I have multiple personalities, so I acted like that towards you because I'm a Gemini. No, that's not how it works. The reason I started getting into it, one, it was approached to me, and I started reading into, like, certain things to help help better my life. Because there's d different personality traits that you read and kind of open your eyes be like, oh, okay, I do some, I do do that. How is there ways that I can work on that, you know, try to better myself? I really personally get into this, how to better yourself. And like I said, not everything's true, so I'm going to get into it. First things first is that you're not just one thing. You're not just an Aries. You're not just a Scorpio. You're not just a Leo. 
And Leo, if you're a Leo listening to this, pay attention. You're not just a fucking Leo, okay? I understand you have a lot of pride saying that shit, but no. You're not just one thing. You're all different things. What makes all of us different? You're not just like somebody else. The way I like to break this down and the way I was like, I learned about it, like this is it's broken down into, into planets. You know, you have different ways you feel. You have like the sun, you have the moon. Cancer's our moon child. That's kind of how I started this, by the way. Can, um, you, got the, you got the sun, the moon, Mercury, Venus, Saturn, all that, right? And I'm finna get into like what those planets mean. So, you know, obviously you have the 12 signs. You start with, usually I say you start with Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Capricorn, um, Aquarius, oh, I forgot Sagittarius, and um, Pisces. So let me get into the to the um the planets and the the planets and all that so each planet you you have one thing so for an example my moon is in cancer my moon is in leo my rising is in libra my mercury is in cancer my venus is in cancer and my um mars is in cancer i believe let me i'll, I'll see but so I'm going to explain what these planets mean and what they do and how it can be interesting if you find out your birth chart. And the way you find out your birth chart, people, is, you know, you got to know the way, know the time you're born. Find like a little app that can or search online how you can put it in because you're different things. So starting with the sun. OK, the sun determines your ego, identity and role in life. It's the core of who you are. And it's the sign that you're most likely to already know. So your sun is basically what you are. So, you know, when you were like, oh, I'm an Aries or I'm a Scorpio. Okay, that's your sun. That's literally what you are because of when you're born. So, for example, my son is in cancer. So it's telling me, it's telling me your emotions may seem like a burden to you, but you're deeply committed to your relationship and being good to people you care about. You may have trouble with self-discipline. So when they say things like that, like, I don't see like, oh, yeah, I'm completely this. I, I observe and I reflect. And when it tells me things like, oh, I have trouble with self-discipline, I look at myself. Okay. Do I have trouble with self-discipline? Yes. It's just like a an awake feeling. I'm like, okay, hmm, it's interesting as I'm like reading this. So... Your son is like what you are, your ego and identity and role in life. So now going into the moon. The moon is very interesting because this is the moon rules your emotions, moods and feelings. This is likely the sign you most think of yourself as since it reflects your personality when you are alone or deeply comfortable. So for me, my moon is in Leo. This is how I feel on the inside. The sun is how you just are as a as as the base or you know your ego and your identity but your moon is what you feel you are in the inside when nobody's in the room nobody's knowing and this kind of resembled me a lot a little bit because as people know i'm not as cancers are portrayed as very um emotional very sensitive which is true about me but um i do have some like i do have some toughness and I think I do have 
I want to say I'm I want to say I'm not confident. I want to say I'm super confident, but I'm definitely not not confident. And I um that comes in with me from the Leo perspective of my moon because I always in my inside as I'm sharing with y'all me personally I kind of always been a guy that wants the attention and wants to like put myself out there as I'm doing right now with this fucking podcast I always wanted to get my voice out there and that's 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 the Leo inside of me and as it says right here it says your emotional self is dramatic proud expressive idealistic and somewhat self-centered need a lot of love care and validation from other people so like i said when i read this i just observe i just observe and i think it's interesting when you read about yourself because it's only for you to know if you understand or if it's true or not or how can it help you or benefit you so now i'm moving on to rising rising is the only one that doesn't have like a planet or anything but rising is the mask you present to people it can be seen in your personal style or how you come off to people when you first meet so your rising is like what people think of you as so if i was to look at you and see how you act or something like that like for the first time I, and i was coming to assumption oh this much person must be an aquarius or something like that or this much person must be a taurus they're coming off very stubborn something like that your mask is how you are when you like first meet people and my Rising is in Libra, so typically, I guess the stereotype with that is like when I first, I'm very socializing and communicative people with when I first meet them. I don't know if that's true. I'll let y'all be the judge of that. Okay. <laughs> so now moving on to Mercury. So when I'm going through all the planets, I'm not gonna go to all the planets. I'm gonna do the ones that are most important, and that's basically um, until Mars. Jupiter, Saturn, and Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, it's not that important because I like to do the way how you feel and how you think of your feelings and how your personality is. But let's move on to Mercury. So Mercury determines how you communicate, talk, think, and process information. So, oh man, I forgot, I forgot to do this. I forgot to explain this. Put a pause on Mercury. I'm going to get right back into it. So about the signs i said all of them there's four elements okay there's fire there's air there's water and there's earth it's like a fucking avatar okay <laughs> you got three in each of the four elements okay and by the month of the birthday it goes like it goes um in whatever order but it can go fire earth air water fire earth air water it goes like that okay as you can see, fire, Aries, Earth, Taurus, Air, Gemini, Water, um, Cancer. So these elements, it, it's kind of self-explanatory how these personalities are based off the elements. So, okay, the fire, I want to start with the fire signs. Oof, my parents are fire signs. Fire signs have the astrology sign of Leo, Sagittarius, and Aries. Y'all, Aries, I mean, not Aries, but fire signs have, like, the same, their resemblance is they're usually, they're the fire of things, you know? They're the high-tempered, party, you know, party, outgoing, confident, enthusiastic people. They're the showtime people. Um, that's, you know, they're the fire. They're the fire, you know, they're the fire personality. 
you know, that's self-explanatory. That's just the overview of it. I suggest you to go look into each sign and everything and see how you feel about it. But that's the fire. Um, so now moving on to Earth. Earth has Capricorn, Taurus, and um, Virgo. Earth are known to be more logical people, very hard workers, and um, down-to-earth people. They're, they think they're, they're a lot more to the book, very logical, usually smart, um, but patient. They're also very patient people. So you got Earth. If you ever kept up the Avatar, if you're looking at the, how the fire acted, how the Earth acted, how the water acted, and how the air acted, it's very similar. So now I move on to air signs. Oof, air signs. So you got Libra, Gemini, and Aquarius. These are more tending to be like the more the more creative, more in the air, switch around. Um, they things change at their pace type people. They're very independent, um, very creative as well. Want to change the world. Usually most of them like are musicians, good musicians. Got J Cole, Kendrick, Tupac, air signs. Um, so i would say air signs more reflective on creativity and then you have water signs water think of water crying emotional you have water signs are known to be emotionally but very emotionally intelligent um and very passionate um and that's the scorpio cancer and pisces so those are the four elements those are the three signs with those four elements that's why i wanted to let you know so keep that in mind with the elements that the background of it the earth fire air water element to it okay so now i'm back to mercury so mercury determines how you communicate talk think and process information it also indicates how you learn it's the mind's planet for example my mercury for some apparent reason you know not everybody's charts like this but for some apparent reason a lot of my main planets have to do with cancer so that's probably why I'm into this lot of shit, because I'm always overthinking and <laughs> and caring about people. I'm always caring about people or how they are, like personalities. I just want to know. I just just I'm just nosy like that. Deal with it. But um as well, my Mercury is in Cancer, meaning my intellect is emotional and empathetic. I have a strong intuition and a skill for diplomacy and you I may instead favor vitality and irrationality. Sign is a favored mode of communication. That one stuck out to me because if my boy Chris is listening to this, the main thing I do is either sigh or smack my lips because <laughs> that's just my reaction towards things, just like a that's just that's just how I communicate. And I'm always I do think pretty irrationally. I'm not going to lie, especially when I'm mad. I do everything. I talk from the heart. I can truly say that. I talk from the heart. I true I speak on how I feel and I'm going to say how I feel. I'm not going to give a shit about logical reasons. I'm going to just say how I feel. So that's Mercury. Mercury has to do with communication. So Mercury's communication, you're rising, you're sending you're rising is how people um, is your max max to people how you come off your moon is how you feel when you're alone your sun is what you are so now I'm going into Venus 
Venus determines how and what you love. It indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. My Venus is also a Cancer. So um, my romantic side is technically gentle, thoughtful, and sentimental. I love being tender, kind, and nurturing to the people I love. I'm intensely loyal, but this may steam from a fear of rejection. So you, you, you see that last comment right there? That's the type of shit that that's the type of shit that makes me think about things. Okay? Um when it says I have a stem of fear of rejection, you know, that might be true. Maybe I'm not gonna tell y'all if it's true. But um <laughs> that seeing things or messages like that helps me be more aware of things. So that's that's why I like to get out of it. So my Venus, so your Venus is what you love, is how you process and express love. So like your Venus in Cancer is going to be completely different from your Venus in in Leo. <laughs> Venus in Leo is probably more prideful and dramatic or, you know, different depending on how it's expressed. But um or it's different from a Capricorn. Capricorns look very patient or how they do love, but less emotional. They struggle with emotional intelligence. So it's different. Your Mars. Your Mars is the planet of aggression. It determines how you assert yourself, take action, and the energy that surrounds you, particularly in your sex life, your ambitiousness, and when you are angry. And of course, my, <laughs> my Mars is in Cancer. So when I get mad, I supposedly look like a true cancer. I don't really like to explain or talk about when I get mad, but yeah, I guess I'm a true, true cancer from the inside and out, except for my moon when I'm a Leo. Um, yeah, the the information I'm getting from this is from the app CoStar. Um, I say download it, get look at your birth chart. You could probably learn some things. They send you messages of how your day might be or turn out, or they give these little messages. I don't really agree with those messages. I don't really believe in how my, you know, astrology is going to determine how my day is going to go or anything. But I think it's interesting for the personality traits and things. So, you know, I say go check it out. Download CoStar. Read about yourself a little bit. You're in quarantine, so you could probably learn some good things. I will tell you this. I was getting into this when it was the, it was the winter of 20. 18 going to 2019 and you know it was after my first semester of school i call it the winter of reflection and this was part of things i did to reflect and learn about myself a little bit it really came me really helped me become more aware of things and not gonna lie talking about this astrology shit help with the ladies as well but i'm not gonna give too much away of my game it's just part of it it's just a good conversation it's just a good conversation starter um and what's what's better to you know talk about people and their personalities and everything and have a conversation with it. You get to understand people more. So, yeah, then you have your Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus. I'll just I'll just explain it just for the fuck of it. So your Jupiter is one of your two social planets. It rules idealism, optimism, and expansion, and it's also very philosophical. Your Saturn is your other social planet, because you got two social planets, um, Jupiter and Saturn. But it's different from Mercury, because Mercury is how you communicate and think. This is just your social, you know, how you you know, um, expand in your life and how you want to, like, get into new things. So your Saturn is your other social planet. It rules the responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline of things. Uranus, 
Uranus uh, stays in each sign for seven years. So this is a generation. It rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. Neptune is a sign for around is a sign that stays around fourteen years. So these ones like switch. Uranus switches every seven years. This one stays around for four, switches around every fourteen years. So this one has to do with your age and how you grow as an individual. And this one, Neptune, rules your dreams, imagination, and unconsciousness. And Uranus, Uranus, like I said before, it rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. So, and then you got your Pluto, which is a sign that switches every 30 years. And it's a generation, it's more of a generation than a person. And it rules power, intensity, obsession, and control. So those are like the different planets when it goes into things i just hope people know that like whatever you think of this is real it's not this is not my god this is not god it's not something i fucking religiously like believe in or something but it's interesting i would challenge you to like really look read about your sign or try to you know connect the dots a little bit and read about yourself you know you'll probably come more in tune with your feelings of some of the things that you're feeling um, one thing I read about myself as a cancer, um, that I can be very pessimistic about situation and that hit the money for me at least. And it changed my life a little bit. Cause I do catch myself just, if you don't know what pessimistic thing is, just thinking the worst or thinking the worst of every fucking situation. And, um, and it doesn't even have to be that bad. And I try to go into, I really went into things and more optimism of things instead of being so popped up to, pessimistic about so many things and look in the light of good look in the light look in the light of all things so um remember you're not just one sign we really read into it and read about your and what makes this even more interesting is like read about your parents well no look at your parents sign and just read some personality traits and try to connect the dots a little bit you know try to understand one another um but don't be like, I want to say, I, I, I would say I'm guilty of this at first, but don't be like, oh, you're this, so don't you're that. Or don't ask a person that you're trying to date, especially women, don't, <laughs> I, please don't do this. Please don't, like, when you meet, first meet somebody, ask them their birthday and then be like, oh, you're this sign, so you're this and that and that. No, don't do that to somebody. Don't do that, especially when you first meet them. If you're going to get somebody into this, try to educate them on a full thing, like, I'm doing to y'all right now, but you won't necessarily do that unless you really get to know somebody. So, don't put astrology when you're first meeting somebody, especially trying to date. Don't, because then if you just look at, just ask them for their sign, and try to generalize all of their personality traits when you don't even know their fucking personality, then you're going about this the wrong way. <laughs> I got the my ex girlfriend was the most stereotypical. Um, most hated astrology sign and technically as our match cancers and her sign was gemini they're supposed to be like a complete opposite but like i said there's levels to this shit and you know things worked out <laughs> i never you know I, I fucking dated a gemini so you know there's no limitations to this there's no oh they're a bad match you know good match it'll tell you things like oh it may you know, y'all might have some differences here, but don't go as like, oh man, it's not gonna work out. Oh, uh, you're 
you're a Libra and I'm a Taurus, this can't work out. So like, don't don't do that. You know, that's that's why I really hope you guys don't do. But yeah, man, just look into the get your birth time. Try to do some try to do some more research on this. Um, look at your sign because you you will only be able to read about yourself the way only way you know how to. So yeah, that was me going into astrology and shit. Ask me questions if you want to know more about your sign and you want me to like help explain it to you or something like that. Hit me up. My Instagram, three underscores Zay, another two underscores. Um, but yeah, I'm going to end the episode here. I'm going to wow 53 minutes. Wow. Who would have known I got this far? <laughs> I started off with like a 15 minute episode, then went to a 30 minute episode, then a 52 minute episode. Look how far I'm getting, man. And shit, if you're still listening, one, I fuck with you. Fuck with you heavy. And if you're really listening, I'm going I'm to challenge you. How many times did I say um or like? Okay, let me know. Let me know. Because as you know, I'm trying to get better at this podcast thing. I want to get better at putting out better content and just be beneficial to myself as a sports broadcaster or analyst, whatever fuck I'm going to do in the future. I want to just get better on talking in front of a microphone and I have fun doing so. I don't really expect anything in return from this shit. Um, this is truly how I like to express my feelings and talk about the shit that I want to. And yeah, so I'm going to conclude the episode here. If you're listening, I love you. I wish I could give you a fucking big ass hug right now but we're in quarantine so i can't do that but <laughs> um but yeah i really appreciate it i'm gonna have some new content before next sunday for sure um and i'm gonna keep it a surprise i may have a guest i may have be by myself i don't know but you're just gonna have to find out next time from the moon child <laughs> so i'm gonna conclude here and have a a lovely evening, morning, or whenever you're listening to it. And if you're trying to go to sleep, oh, yes, me. All right, then. See ya.